Welcome to Joe's Disc Golf Podcast with your host, Joe. This is episode one, The Phantom Putt. Yes, we have Star Wars puns. You will enjoy these puns. Yes, I'm also waving my hand around, and you can't see me because this is an audio podcast. Today, we have a lot of great topics. Two actual great topics here. The first one is that the PDGA on the national tour will have equal payouts for winning on the men's and women's side. We will also talk about the various aspects of everyone's favorite part of disc golf. That is putting. So why don't we jump into our first topic and talk about the PDGA National Tour payouts. Boy, have we got some great news from this week. The PDGA has announced this week that the men and women pro open disc golfers will win the exact same amounts for equal placing. So first place on both sides will both get $5,000 and it breaks down from there to 10th place getting $700, which is more than I ever won in any tournament in any funny money. I play in the amateur division, so clearly I cannot actually get cash unless I hit an ace in a tournament and I've never hit an ace in a tournament, but I digress. Let's get back to the topic at hand. It is actually really fantastic that the national tour, all of those events, will all have equal payouts for men and women. This is huge. Uh, Normally what happens in a tournament, in B tiers and C tiers, pay is derived from how many players that they have in each division. So generally speaking, in the amateur and on the pro side, the men will win more money because there are more people playing. It's just simple math. If you only have five women playing in the pro open division in a C tier, that's it. That's all the money you get. But on the men's side, you have, let's say, 10 people. So first place is just going to win twice as much money just based on math. Now, national tour events, pro tour events, pro open for men and women both fill up. That's, that's not a big deal. They have tons and tons and tons of players on both sides. They have very talented athletes, both men's and women's, and it's great to see that they will be financially compensated equally. I think this is fantastic news. I think the PDGA is setting a great example that hopefully other sports will follow. Now, it's not a complete apples-to-apples comparison with other sports, but in general, I think the PDGA is doing the right thing in helping out with making the pay equal between the two. Now, one of the biggest topics that always comes up when we're talking about disc golf is putting. Yes, the drive is important, your upshot is important, but let's face it, once we get in the circle or near the circle or anywhere thinking about the circle, most of us freeze up. So, what can you do to get your putting better? Well, simple. Practice, 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 practice. Now, practice comes in many forms. Do you go out and use the UDISC app and just take five putts from 11, 22, 33, 44, 66 feet? Or do you do something slightly different? Personally, I like going out at five foot increments. I know that putting has been the weak point in my game. It's what's really been holding me back from moving up in the amateur divisions. I've been looking to move up from AM2 to AM1, which would be 
fantastic. I, I think that would be a great step, but I know what's hurting me the most isn't necessarily my drives or my upshots. It's my putting. It's my inaccuracy when I'm in the circle. If I'm outside of about 20, 25 feet, it's kind of hit or miss whether I'm making that. And I know to make the step up to this next level, I have to start making those with at least 90% confidence. So personally, what I've done was started taking 100 putts every single day from a set distance. I started out at 15 feet. That doesn't sound very far, that doesn't sound very hard, but it took me a couple days to get out from there. Now the way I started practicing back in August 2020 was to start at 15 feet and throw 100 putts. If I make 85 of those putts or more three days in a row, I can move back five feet. Now that only took me four days to move back from 15 feet. Now you're asking what the heck happened on one of those days? Why the first day did you not make at least 85 putts? Well, to tell you the truth, it was really windy and I still went out anyway because I need practice in the wind. It's easy to go out and practice your putting, practice your driving, practice anything when it's a nice calm day. But if you're signing up for a tournament, there are going to be windy days, so you're going to have to deal with it. I still made about 70% of my putts. I don't remember exactly. I know it was a high percentage, but I still held true and did not move back until I did that. I then spent nearly two months at 20 feet trying to get at least 85 putts. Unfortunately, it took me quite a while, but it was great practice. And I noticed as I competed in tournaments, generally my rankings at the end went up. My first tournament I played in this year, I finished 17th out of 25 people. Not a great start. My best finish was fourth place. Overall, I finished within the top six for a majority of the tournaments I played in at the MA2 Intermediate Division. I attribute that to not just driving and upshots, but to putting. Putting is huge. Now, once I made that, I'm back at 25 feet, and I've been at 25 feet for about two months. Unfortunately, with all the holidays and COVID kind of ramping up, I haven't been able to get out to practice quite as much as I'd like to, but I'm still getting out there even a couple days a week. Something is better than nothing. Just remember, perfect practice makes perfect. So not just practice. You can go out and throw 100 putts and just throw them at the basket. And if you're not concentrating on what you're doing, it's not going to end up well. One thing you can work on with your putting that takes no effort, you don't need a basket or anything like that, is just working on your grip. Having a consistent grip so that is one less thing you have to think about when you step up to the basket is huge. I worked on my grip for weeks. In my spare time, I was able to take one of my putters. I putt with the Classic Soft Judge. So I was able to take that, just put it in my hand, get used to wrapping my fingers around, hold it there for a second, set it down. Then I'd pick it up, try to replicate that, set it down, try to replicate that. I did this for hours over weeks. And right now, I know that I can close my eyes, pick up my Judge, and I will have the exact same grip 
and that is not anything that I have to worry about. I can just pick it up and look at any obstacles, think about the wind, figure out my distance, and just aim at the basket and go. Speaking of aiming, where should you aim on the basket? People have said, oh, you want to go to the left or to the right, depending if you're right-handed or left-handed. You want to make sure that you're hitting here or hitting there. I always look at the pole. I look at the middle third, the bottom of the middle third of the pole, and aim for that point. If I'm within 25 feet, I will aim at that point. I will put my marker down, pick up my disc, grab my putter, and just stare at the pole. I will give it the ugliest death stare that you have ever seen. Just constantly staring at that, just to make sure that I don't lose my spot, my aiming point, or my focus. If I'm laser focused in on that, I know I will make it. This is proven true so many times, both in practice rounds, casual rounds, tournament rounds, and just putting practice. I know that I start to miss if I don't stay focused on the basket. When you're throwing 100 putts back to back to back to back, that is hard to do. It is definitely hard to stay focused, but it is that kind of mental practice that will prepare you for a tournament. In a tournament situation, I play C tiers. So I'm playing two rounds on the same course. That is a long day. That is a very long day to stay concentrated and to stay focused. But working on that 100 putt set, I know that I have the mental sharpness, the mental endurance to focus for an all day tournament like that. One thing to note is I am a spin-push hybrid putter. I get quite a lot of flick on my wrist, so there is a decent amount of spin, but I do kind of push the, the putt out from my chest. It's, it's kind of a weird-looking uh, Robert McCall-style putt. Uh, I did not try to emulate his style. I just happened to pick up that style, and when I saw him putting, it just happened to be about the same. Now the two major stances are a staggered one foot in front of the other or the straddle putt. Personally, I like the staggered stance, but your mileage may vary. You might not find that very comfortable and you might want to switch to the straddle putt position. Now I don't know much about push putting. That is something you definitely should look up on YouTube, how to push putt or how to straddle putt. Either way, picking one of those and kind of working through it, trying both styles, see which one is most comfortable for you. There's no right or wrong answer for that. Generally, spin putting in the wind is a better option. Most of the courses I have played and learned on were pretty wide open, pretty windy, so spin putting was definitely an option. Push putting, you're kind of throwing the disc up, and if there's a lot of wind, who knows where that's gonna end. Now, the pros can do it just fine, that's not a big deal, but I'm not a pro. I do not have that kind of control. I know that I will spin putt my way to victory if I'm gonna do it in the wind. I will not be able to push putt it. Now, that was a lot of information to take in. I talked about your grip, your stance, push putting, spin putting. There's a lot there. There's a lot to think about. What you should do, look at the pros. Find someone who might be 
roughly your build type or who generally plays a style that you do. You'll probably like a putting stance and a putting style similar to theirs. There's so much information out there. Whether you want to follow the top guys, the top girls, it doesn't matter. There's so many YouTube videos out there about different ways to putt. There is no one right way to putt. Remember that. It doesn't matter what anybody says. There is not one single way to putt that is correct. It's not like driving. Driving, it is very clear when you're throwing the disc, there is a right way to throw and a wrong way to throw if you're talking max distance. For putting, that goes out the window. There's no one specific way that is more successful than others. What really makes you successful at putting is going out and practice, knowing that you can make that 25 footer, knowing that you can straddle out from behind a tree and make that putt. So go out there and practice. Practice, practice, practice. Perfect practice makes perfect play. Never forget that. Do you have a question that you want answered on this podcast? Well, if you do, head over to anchor.fm slash Joe's Disc Golf. There, you can find an option to send me a voice message. Who knows? You might hear yourself on the next episode of the podcast. Thank you all for listening. I hope you subscribe to this podcast if you like what you hear. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.